Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this evening for your ever-life supplying spirit which we have received into our lives, for which we stand in you, for which we move in you, for which, Lord, you have sent your word to quicken our hearts and our spirits. Tonight, grant hearing ears and grant understanding hearts that we may comprehend that which your Holy Spirit is about to teach us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Please do have your seats. The Lord bless you. Amen. Today, some people have started their two weeks journey of flowing. Amen. Glory to God. (laughs) Having mentioned your name, just you look straight and um, accept the. (laughs) Amen. All right. Striving for excellence. And today I'm going to finish what I started. Yes. I said that there are seven times the scriptures encourages us to be excellent and perfect. Number one. You have, you can have a ministry that is good but not perfect. To be perfect is to have achieved excellence in your good ministry. So, your ministry is good. Your singing is good. But it is not excellent. Your dancing is good, but it is not excellent. Uh huh. 
your teaching is good, but it is not excellent. You get a point now. Your ushering is good, but it is not excellent. Do you get it? Yes. They say that the enemy of is it excellence is average. There's a way they say it. Or the enemy of is it the best is good. So there is a middle ground and you, you are stuck there. My voice is good enough. Only you appreciate your voice. Do you understand? Yeah. One day Paul was teaching the church and he spoke about uh, other things. Then when he got to a place and he says, let me now show you a more excellent way. Yes, a more excellent way. And he introduced them to love as the more excellent way. So, there are good things and your ministry may be good. Do you understand? Some people have good church attendance, but they don't have excellent church attendance. You get the point now? Yeah, they have told themselves, I'll come to midweek once a month. Yes, Sunday, there are four Sundays, maximum five. I will come two in a month. So you have a kind of good church attendance, but it's not excellent. You understand? (laughs) Careful. Yeah, I'll pass by when everything, when, when I finish doing all that I'm busy about. Yes, so coming to church for some people is when I am free. Yes, they don't make time for it when I'm free. Yes, when I have a free ride, yes, then I'll come. When I have free transport, then I'll come. Yeah, so you may have a good, like, you're actually in the church. Yeah, as long as we keep seeing you, is a good thing. But it's not excellent. You got a point now. Yeah, today's teaching is going to be super hot. Yeah, because I'm closing this topic. So it's going to be super hot. Yeah. So uh, this is just point number one. That I'm recapping. You get the point. Yeah. So you can have a good ministry. Yes. I'm not your enemy. Yeah. And I can never be your enemy. Yes. Your, Your enemy is your decision to stay good and not excellent. Yeah, not me, no. Yeah. If you are doing something and you are told it's not good enough, the person tell you it's not good enough, it's not your enemy because there is a more excellent way. Do you understand? So he's, Paul said, but covet earnestly the best gifts because he was talking about giftings. <laughs> yes. And he spoke about the gifts of the spirit. He spoke about all of them. Then he says, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Then when he moved from here is when he now came to talking about love. Yes. So you can have the gift of the spirit, but there is a more excellent way. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So everything 
there is a more excellent way of doing the thing. But you, you have told yourself, Fika. You have arrived. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah, no more movements. Yes, no more changes. I am perfect just the way I am. You are not perfect just the way you are. You see that excellence requires constant movement. Yes, it requires constant movement. I'm always on the move. I'm always doing something. I'm always finding a way to do something better. I can't stay doing the same. I think I'll die of boredom doing the same thing and not introducing changes. I think I'll just die. Yes. But some people, they are very comfortable. Just the way they are. Yes. No introduction of excellence. Yet Paul said, yet I showed thee a more excellent way. So your ministry can be good. Do you get it? Yeah. Your teaching can be good. Your singing can be good. But there is a more excellent way. The way you work can be good. But there is yet a more excellent way. And you're not saying amen is a proof that you are finding the whole thing some way. Yeah. The, the people that are in the spirit of accept me just the way I am. Yes. Accept me the way I am. Yeah. Some people have a lot of rubbish in their lives. And then they're going to say love me just the way I am. I mean you have rubbish. Remove the rubbish. Do you understand? Yeah, remove the rubbish. Yes. You have a lot of profanity in your mouth, young sister. And so just leave me like that and love me the way you, you nobody can love rubbish. You understand? Nobody can love profane things. Yes, you are too full of it, and I've not mentioned your name. Just look straight forward. No. Yeah. The way you are, even you, you, even you, the way you are. If we, we ask you to live with yourself, like we clone another of your kind and say two of you live together, you see that you can't handle yourself. You get it? Yeah, but such a person is expecting another person to swallow all the nonsense they carry. How about a more excellent way? Deal with your nonsense. Remove it from your life. How about doing that? Yes. If you have a cataract that is covering your eyes, you would want the doctor to remove it for you. Isn't it? Yeah. Yet you, your foolishness, you want it to be there so that we love you. The the proof to you that we love you is that we love you together with your foolishness. I I don't think that's quite a good requirement. Or expectation, do you understand, of another human being. And nobody should be subjected to such nonsense. Yes. Some mothers have raised very foolish sons. They've raised their sons wrongly. Do you get it? And yet they expect somebody's daughter to marry their son the way they have raised him. 
Do you understand? Yeah. If you see a lot of bad men, bad young men, there is always a mother in the mix. Yes. There's always a, a mother in the mix somewhere. And he, she's expecting somebody to love her son. Do you understand? That way. Careful. Yeah. Anyway, one day you believe the teachings. You may not believe them now, but one day you will. Yeah. One mother married her daughter of who couldn't cook. You know, she expected the husband to just like her, love her the way she was. She married without knowing how to cook anything. And the man ate a lot of rubbish. With a lot of running stomach for, for a while. After a while, the guy could not take it. So, you see, um, the bottle of water, like, um, um, name the bottle. You don't have Voltic here. In Ghana, it was Voltic. But let's say, Keringent, the big, the, is it a 500 ml? The bigger size. Or one liter. So, one, one of the soup the daughter cooked, the guy poured a quantity of the soup in the carrying one liter carrying get bottle. And then he packed all her belongings and he hid the soup somewhere in the car and then packed all her belongings and put them in the boot of the car and just, oh, I'm taking you so we go and visit your mother. Yes, when they got to the mother's compound, he, she got down, he got down, he opened the boot, removed it. So, where, where did you put my bag? So, I packed your things already. Yes. And then took the wife to the mother and said, please, teach your daughter to cook. I'm not divorcing her, but please, teach her how to cook. When she has finished learning, I will come back for her. And then he went back to the car, removed the, the soup in the bottled water and took it to the mother and said, just so you know that I'm not being some way, please taste this yourself so you know how much work you have to do. Yes. And then he left her at the mother's house and left. Yes. <laughs> If you're able to eat what your daughter is cooking, you get a point now. Yeah. Some of you are my teachings. You won't even make an effort. One day they'll put your soup in a bottle. <laughs> they'll put your soup in, in, in a bottle as well. Yeah. They'll drive you all the way to Kisumu and leave you there. <laughs> and leave you there. All your family members cannot even eat your food. Yes, but somebody's son must eat your poison. Do you understand? Yeah. This thing of ladies around here making the kitchen the place for maids is, is rubbish. Yeah. I think there's a difference between food cooked by a wife and food cooked by a maid. I believe there's a big difference. Do you, do you understand? If you like, don't say yes. It's okay. 
but I believe there is a big difference. <laughs> the maid is cooking the food. As who? As what? Did you get it? As who? As what? Careful. Uh, so, there is always a more excellent way. Amen? Number two, you must strive for excellence because God desires excellent works. Amen. By the way, from go on, are you part of ushering or something? Ushering greatest that zone. Your part, eh? Good. You see the people sitting in church now without Bible. This Sunday, nobody should be admitted into this church without Bible. Yeah, I don't even want to get angry over this matter anymore. No human being. You tell them go home. Apostle says you should go home. Do you understand? If you see what is happening in this country and you are coming to church without Bible to verify that at least this man is teaching the right thing. Do you get it? Yeah, I don't even want such church members in this place. You are not serious enough. Yeah, that, it just came to my mind. They should show you the Bible. Yeah, if, if they are fighting, you come and call me. Yes, I'll come down there, let them fight me. Yes. Yeah, no Bible, no entry. In fact, help you print a big sign to make his work easier. Put it at the front there. No Bible, no entry. Simple. <clears throat> this is not a cinema hall. <laughs> Uh, and let me be honest with you. This thing happening, CG Ham, almost 70 something people dead, whatever. I don't even feel sorry for them. I don't. Yeah, like I stand here and I'm sorry. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And the reason I don't feel sorry for them is because in my small church, every attempt I have made, in fact, I even envy the guy. He has successfully starved people to death. I have not been successful to cause my church to fast. Ah. Hmm. The guy is, is he, he, he's not anointed. Yeah. He's anointed. Anybody that can get people to do this level of foolishness and stupidity, there's something he, he, you can learn from him. You realize I have to calm down. I have absolutely no pity for any of these people. Yes. Somebody has left a lucrative employment, sold everything. If such a person came to this church, media of free 1,000, I won't even get. I'm supposed to feel sorry for such. Ah, please. Let me tell you something. Let me show you a biblical principle. When you see people being deceived, eh, it means that in them, them, they themselves, in them, was already the seed of deception. It's difficult to deceive somebody who is not a deceiver. So Paul said, deceiving and being deceived. That's two characters of people. The person is deceiving and the person deceiving meets a greater deceiver. 
a more anointed deceiver. And there are people seated here, they are deceivers. It's just that they are here to meet a more anointed deceiver. Yes. Look at it. Evil men and seducers wax worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. And I see such, it doesn't work my knowledge of doctrine. I don't feel sorry for, for such. Because if they found a good pastor, they would not even support the good pastor the way they are supporting an evil. Yes. It's, it, someday on my way home, I was like, hey, this media project is going to take me like two years to get the, the things I'm looking for. And I was, I, I was talking to myself. Yes. And to know that somebody can take 20 million. Sorry. When you meet God, you now you know that Apostle Raymond's church is where you should have been. <laughs> if I preach that sign, put it there, no Bible. Go and your guys should just point, please. You don't say anything, please. You, you tell the person, with the current situation in the country, it has been decided by the leadership of the church that no, mm-hmm, good. <laughs> I'm serious, by the way. Yeah. I don't mind if I have 10 people here I'm teaching on Sunday. Trust you me. I do not mind. Yeah. Hmm. Number three, you must try for excellence so that the imperfect aspects of your ministry will be done away with. So there is that which is perfect. Do you understand? And then there is that which is imperfect. <laughs> then the imperfect aspects of your ministry it must be done away with you get it do you get it yeah number four I'm trying to run away from trouble do you get it yes you must try for excellence because our heavenly father is perfect Number five, you must strive for excellence because God told Abraham, his servant, to be perfect and excellent. And at that time, Abraham was 99 years old. Do you get it? When God was telling him, be perfect, he was 99 years old. You are just 25 and you have resigned from the ministry of excellence. And a 99-year-old man is now being introduced to the ministry of excellence. You are just 30 years old. You have resigned from the ministry of excellence. Careful. So, Abraham was told to be perfect and what? Excellent. Number six, you must strive for excellence because it will bring you to a good end. Amen. There are some people seated here and it is not a curse. Neither is it a prophecy. They will not see a good end. Yes. Yes. They have decided to avoid 
excellence. If excellence leads to a good end, what does not being excellence lead you to? To not a good end. Yeah, Psalms 37, 37. Mark what? The upright. Mark the perfect man. Observe him. He says the end of that man is peace. Yes. So, give me the amplified version of Mark the blameless man and behold the upright for there is a happy end for the man of peace. Now give me the uh, uh, message. Keep your eye on the healthy soul. Scrutinize the straight life. The straight life. Some people are seated here, they hate the straight life. Wanna bend them janja. Do you understand? They, they don't want a straight life. If you introduce a straight life, they become very frustrated. Yes. You can always tell people and what they value by looking at their statuses. Yes. The rubbish they, they, they publish. Do you understand? The person is just bringing out what is in their soul. Yes. Can you hear me? Or oh, it's difficult. It's not excellent. <laughs> Careful. If I had 20 million, we'll build a soundproof church. Yes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> 20 million. Okay. Let's pray about, we should pray about excellence. (laughs) All right. So that's number six. Amen. Do you want a good end? Yeah. Mark the perfect man. Behold the upright. The end of that man is peace. Amen. Amen. Can you hear me? All right. Number seven. Because God's presence abides with you when you are what? Ex- when you are perfect. Amen? And the scripture is 2 Corinthians 13, 11. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. <laughs> Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. Amen. The God of what? Love and peace. He shall be with you. Amen. Good. Now tonight, 
as I round up, go with me to Second Chronicles chapter 9. Second Chronicles chapter number 9. And before we go deeper, I want you to know that excellence is the attainment of the highest level of quality and perfection. It will be good for you to write it down. Excellence is the attainment of the highest level of quality and perfection. Amen. Excellence is the attainment of the highest level of quality and perfection. Amen. And then also, being excellent means becoming a person of distinction. Being excellent means becoming a person of distinction. You can't hear. Being excellent means becoming a person of distinction. So excellence is the attainment of the highest quality. Do you understand? The attainment of the highest quality. Amen. You took the whole day. You didn't finish raining. <laughs> now I want to teach about excellent. <laughs> you are ready. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the whole day didn't finish emptying itself. Some of you are just happy that you don't have to hear what I have to say tonight. You go here, Ram. I say you go here, Ram. If I see it's not going well, I'll postpone to next week. You go here, Ram. Uh-huh. I have few windows. I have to take the windows. It's coming back. Tell your neighbor, we go here, Ram. We go here, Ram. Amen. So, excellence is the attainment of the highest quality. Do you understand? Yeah. If you look back at the world, they came up with television. When television started rolling out the the highest quality you could get was black and white 
Uh, some of you, you don't understand what we are talking about. Yeah. Audrey, you, you don't know. Yes. The highest quality of television for the rich man, for the poor man, uh, for the middle class, for everybody, the highest quality was black and what? White. Then, if you were a little rich and you drink lucozade, you remove the yellow covering of the lucozade and cover your black and white with the lucozade cover. <laughs> you have to use the lucozade to brand the black and white. And if you have it, you are a little bit successful. Do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> you know, some of you who are arguing with your elders and you have not experienced this, you are a joke. Yes. So you look for lucozade cover. Do you understand? So you start, you have a yellow television which is an improvement of black and white. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. And in those days, the bigger your box, the more mightier you were. Yes. The smaller the box, the, it has a box at the back, like a hunchback. Yes. The bigger the hunchback of your TV the better or the richer you were. And that was the quality. You understand? Yeah. And then time progressed. And then those days there was nothing to press. Everything was either is a knob, you turn. When you hear it's on. When you hear it is off. <laughs> and there was nothing like remote control. Are you listening? Yeah, everything you have to stand up and go in front of the TV and do ka 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 ka. Yes, in fact, the the first black and white TVs had VHF UVF. Yes, you and they are not the same. Do you understand? Yeah. So that was the quality that existed. Fast forward. 20 years from those days or 30 years now, we have some of the highest quality available of television. Do you get it? Um, there are televisions that you can buy for uh, 1.5. Yes. <laughs> So you just be hearing when we turn like this. You got a point now. Yeah. From this level, they brought a little color. Do you get it? Yes. But this is the one they covered with lucozet paper. Did, did they use lucozet paper here too? Lucozet paper. Or there was another type of paper here. Lucozet paper. Yeah. It will give you uh, a manual colored television. Yes. 
Yes. You'll be surprised that in those days, if you own this in the neighborhood, you were Sonko. Yes. <laughs> Other people will stand behind your window to watch this. Yes. Today, if I give you this as a gift, eh? I want to give you a gift and I give you this. Then you ask me, what is this? It's so television. You say, ah, I don't want it. Yeah. In fact, today I'm sure you cannot watch anything on this. Yes. Why? Because we have moved to the highest form. Yes. In fact, there are technologies that are being used to manufacture televisions now where the vividness of the color determines the price of the television. Yes. So you can see somebody will buy a TV for one million. Yes, based on the particular technology. Yes. As we speak, people are watching 4K television. Others are watching 8K. Do you understand? Yes. So there is always what? A higher quality. The iPhone of many years ago, if you have it today, is really nothing. There's a higher quality of iPhone that is more capable of certain functions than the first iPhone that was ever introduced. Yeah. If you see the first mobile phone that was manufactured, it was it it would take two people to hold it. Yes. Two people to hold it for you to say hello. Yes. But as time went on, do you understand? The quality improved that now you can put your mobile phone in your pocket. The first mobile phones could rarely enter the pocket. Yes. And those who even owned it were very rich and powerful. The thing is big. Do you understand? The thing is big. But the person is proud. I have a mobile phone. Do you you understand? And then when the quality started, you see that the bigger the phone, the more people avoid it. Yes. To now a much slimmer version and that is the higher quality of the mobile phone. Now, when we come to the church, people expect the church to be stuck in the 17th century. This is even an improved version. In Ghana, they used to call this one Mobitel. Yeah, if you had, have it, you are Sonko. Yes. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> yeah. You see the antenna. <laughs> Oh, be tight if the antenna breaks. <laughs> it's useless. Today, if you give that phone to Evie for to you, say, ah, I don't want. I don't want. Do you understand? Yeah. Um, some of the old video games, like if you take, um, um, what, what did they call that game? Pastedo? What's that game? N- Nintendo. Is it? Yes. Or the brick, the brick game, you know. There was no color. Yeah, it was just something moving on the, on the, there should be something bigger than this. Don't deceive us. (laughs) 
if you take some of the old, old, old video games, right? Yeah. It was just a screen and something moving or the snake game. Some of the first, 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 first video games, right? But it was, at that time, it was fascinating. Move from that Nintendo or um, Ninja Turtle game or the Brick game to the game of today where you can literally be feeling the, the, the movement or of the action as though you are transported into the reality of the game. The highest quality attainable. And we are not through yet. They are still going forward. They are still improving. You come to the church and people want the church to look like a cave church. Hmm? What's the, that Flintstone? Is it Flintstone? That cartoon? Yeah. We, we are stuck. The church is stuck in the Flintstone age. Do you understand? Yeah. We don't want to improve. One of the reasons I am doing the media project is to move our Flintstone cave church to a more excellent church. Do you understand? Yes. I mean, if you look, we, 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 <laughs> you got a point now. Yeah, we are stuck here. <laughs> this is where we are stuck. Our dancing stars are stuck in the cave. Locked up in the cave. The choir is stuck in the backside of the cave. Uko, uko. Numaya cave. <laughs> Did you understand? Yes. Our output as a church, videos, whatever, poor quality. Our posters, poor 1995 poster. And the person doing it is proud of their achievement. Proud of their 1992 achievement. Do you understand? Yeah, we're stuck in a certain age. I don't even know the precise age we are stuck in. You get it? Yeah. So, when we talk of excellence, we're talking about attaining the, and I've just shown you a few things over the years that mankind has gone to the, the highest level of quality and perfection. Yes. And they are still not there. They're still not there. Many years ago, there was nothing like a blender. Yes, growing up, I was the boy boy of my mother's house. Yes, meaning that I did most of the house chores. Yes, my brother was a sickler, exempted. My sister behind me was too young, so I was in the middle. So, sandwiched between someone who was too young to work and someone who is not allowed to work by the doctors. So I became the slave in the house. Yes. I used to grind tomatoes on a stone. Yes. Pep. 
whatever you see here you don't cook with much pepper you don't cook with much tomatoes yes i could grind tomatoes half a bucket of tomatoes for just stew yes one for a meal yes and a quantity of pili pili and a quantity of onion all grinded you grind the onion and you put it in a bowl aside you grind uh, you grind the ginger the amount and quantity put it in a bowl put it aside you grind the tomatoes almost half a bucket or a quarter of a bucket put it aside for the cooking yes you grind the um, garlic yes the amount of quantity when i finish grinding my ha- the back of my hands used to be on fire yes from just the grinding on a stone do you understand yes and then much later we heard that there's something called blender you just put the thing you press prrr, and then you have what you're looking for do you understand yeah and even though the highest quality existed if you can't buy the blender you use the lower version do you understand so I used to grind that and I hated. Yes, I think it's part of the reason I didn't want to learn how to cook. I was tormented enough. So when I grind the onions, the pepper, the ginger, everything, I find a way to disappear. How did you know? <laughs> I find a way to disappear. Yeah, before you are giving more work to do and more work to do, hey, I disappear. <coughs> Careful. So, you see, life is always moving towards the best quality, the highest quality. <laughs> I think the first computer is bigger than this. You are giving us a, 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 a high quality things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a high quality computer, Manze. <laughs> you see, so we as God's children who serve a perfect God should be the ones that desire perfection more than even the world. Amen? So, excellence is the attainment of the highest level of quality and perfection. So, when you are striving for excellence, it means you're fighting to be a person of distinction. Yes. If you write um, seven, seven uh, subjects and you score A, 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 seven, they say you have a distinction. Yes. No B plus. No A minus. We are talking of distinction. Like you have scored the highest of all the subjects, yes, they term it as distinction. Do you understand? No, no, don't worry. We know what you got. But we are just showing you that the other side is this. (laughs) Mercy. Yeah, you scored distinction. Yes. And some of you, your inability to attain close to this has followed you in your life up till now. In your ethics and your 
overview of life is Daudi Ongeza level. So your view on life is D minus. Yes. Daudi Ondoa. Your view on life, your view on everything is Daudi minus. Do you get it? Yes. Don't be proud. You got to see something. You are, you are, you are being proud. I should have said it before it went off. Then I would have been vindicated. Yeah. But standing over there, I said, I, one thing we have attained excellence so far is microphone. But asoma, bado. God is wonderful. Eh? He's trying to tell me, why are you rushing to, con- to mark yourself? Correct. Asoma, we have not, we have even that no excellence yet. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, we must fight for distinction. Do you get it? I'm showing you something and I move into um, a true leader is someone who wants to distinguish himself in his field. Yes. If you're a true leader, if you're going to be a true leader, your aim should be how can I be distinguished? Yes. In my field. How can I be distinguished? Glory to God. I believe that King Solomon was excellent. Second Chronicles chapter 9, the verse 1. And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to prove Solomon with hard questions at Jerusalem. She came, she traveled all the way. Do you see? To come and prove King Solomon with what? Hard questions. The last 10 years or the last decade, African universities have churned out some of the most useless graduates over the last 10 to something years, the output of most universities in Africa is nothing to write home about. You will have a graduate from a university who cannot speak one English sentence correctly. Yes. In the days when education was real. These days education is not real. Yeah. I see my children using Google to do homework. Do do you understand? Do you know somebody? 
Yes, I see my children using Google. Now, we schooled in the day there was no Google. So you couldn't rely on Google to get answers. Did you understand? Yes, you couldn't rely on Google. We have the lower version of graduates being churned out today. People who go to university, they say they have spent four years there and you cannot even hold an intellectual discourse with them. You can't have a topic and have an elaborate discussion with somebody who has schooled for five years, who has schooled for four years. They can't hold an intellectual discourse. The only thing they know is Kwendaoko. Do you understand? I I have met people here, the moment the subject seems to boggle the mind, they shut down. If you don't believe me, come to Katatizo. The moment the subject proves a little difficult, they just look at you like, Ube Maliza? Bado? You can't engage their minds on any topic my chat with Pastor Edwin has no formula. We start off from here, we end up, we cover diverse topics. It's just flowing. And in the course of the dialogue, I'm learning something I never knew before. Yeah? I, you, you just, some of you, we, apart from John 3.16, we cannot talk to you. Yes. How do we talk to you in your entire life? You haven't read any other book. In fact, even the Bible, you have chosen John 3.16 as your career scripture. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? And you can't engage minds. And so some of you, you are outwardly beautiful, but your minds are ugly. Yeah, outwardly beautiful. But your mind is the ugliest part of you. Your mind is filled with junk. Some of you have consumed so much junk on the internet that your entire existence is based on video. Some of you have consumed so much junk that you you, you feed on comics. The thing has to be funny. Even if it is about God, it has to be funny. I say, even if it's about God, it has to be funny. I, I'm not, I've not mentioned. I said, you have fed on so much junk that if it is about God, you want a video that shows that you are a born again Gen Z. And, but it has to be funny. How about an intellectual spiritual Gen Z. No. Yours is TikTok. And it got to be funny. So, nobody, is it, if you're going to sit before somebody who is widely read, he's, he's probably not watched anything on TikTok before. So, how long can you last in a conversation with somebody who has not indulged in your nonsense? 
Listen, I call it nonsense. Because this generation has youngsters who do not read. They watch videos. They do not read. They watch videos. And that is a programming to produce some of the most brain inept generation of people because the only way by which your mind will develop is by reading not watching video (laughs) that's why anything that shows any form of reading they lose interest yeah if you're going to get audience, you can't write books for this generation. You have to produce videos for this generation. And when you're producing it, it has to be funny. They are laughing their way still into depression. They are laughing all right, but still a depressed generation. Our mothers who never had comic videos were not committing suicide. Then they were not killing their children. Because their minds were developed. I have a problem with your penchant to feed on funny things. You can't be a serious person. If I'm to go watch a movie in the cinema, I cannot choose comic. I cannot choose Mr. Bean. Yes. Some of you, you are Mr. Bean's ardent follower. Yeah. What's that? His movie, A Man and What? Uh, is it a, a bee? Bee? A man and a bee? A man and a bee? I mean, who can watch? How can you watch a man and a bee? <laughs> I mean, somebody's watching a movie for two hours. The guy hasn't talked. And he's just making gestures and you are laughing. Show me the difference between a psychiatric case and you. I don't get it. You see, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you are too serious for our lives. Yes. But it's not, it's because my mind grew up on reading. You get it? Yes. And we have children from the day they leave the womb, they know how to operate mobile phones. But they cannot spell tablets. Yes. That's the world we have today. You see, two years old, they know what a a phone is. They even have their particular shows they must watch at three years. So, let me be very blunt with you. Some of you, you're beautiful, but your minds are ugly. I mean, after watching Mr. Bean all your life, what do you think has entered your mind? That's why some sisters, when they're looking for a marriage partner, they say, oh, he has to be funny. He he must have a sense of humor. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> he must have a sense of humor. Why don't you tell us you are looking for a comedian to marry? Yes. 
He must make me laugh. Ah, I don't understand you. You mean the essence you're looking for in a man is that he has to be very funny. You see, no wonder you will marry an idiot. And when you have married an idiot, you give back to idiotic children. Programmed to be idiot from the womb. Instead of looking for a man with something upstairs, you're looking for a man with something in his mouth to make you laugh. There are some children, listen, you can't blame them. Their mother chose an idiot. Or their father also chose an idiot. Yes. And the combination is that this child can never be interested in anything called a book. I mean, you are now feeding yourself on TikTok and all that. What do you think your children are going to come up and feed on? Yes. And I'm saying that you cannot watch these comical videos, spend hours watching them to the detriment of no reading to beautify your mind and you will be able to attain excellence. Careful. I know you're wondering, was, was that not too harsh? Ah, you think you can't give birth to an idiot? Where do you think the Bridget Beamers of the world come from? Somebody carried somebody to behave like that. Do you, do you understand? Yes. So don't even doubt it. If you're choosing a clown of a man, what do you think his product will be? A clown. So she came to prove Solomon with hard questions. Today people finish school and they can't speak English. Yes. When you speak English to some people, it's like you are bothering them. Yeah, switch to Swahili. Yeah, speak to Sheng. Yes. You see a full graduate. Father has spent hundreds of thousands to say, go to school. This girl can only speak Shen fluently. And I've not mentioned your name. No. So, in a situation where she is required to speak English for, ah, you have, you have when she leaves the place, they don't scatter my brain. Because for that moment, she has been made to go long speaking English. Yeah, something she has never done before. When you ask her, how did they have scattered my brain today? Yeah. The default is shame. Yes. So, when you add, ask hard questions of them, they can't prove themselves. Do you understand? Yes. And she came with a great a very great company 
and camels that bear spices and gold in abundance and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, look, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. Some of you, nobody can commune with you. We have to look for a funny video. When you find one you like, then we are now communing. Yeah, you are laughing, I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, see how he's behaving. Yeah, that, now we are communing. Yeah. But if it's a book, if it's a book, if it's a book, yeah, you do everything to avoid the book. Yeah. See now, Maoni. And that's the generation we have. Do, do you understand what I'm saying to you? She came to commune with him of all that was in her heart. Let's go. And Solomon told her all her questions. And there was nothing hid from Solomon which he told her not. Some of you, there are much we want to say to you. But when we look at you, you you are not ready. Yes. There's so much to share with you. There's so much to teach you. But looking at you and your TikTok career. Yes. Look, I said, looking at you and your TikTok career. Yeah. We can't even make sense to you with what we want to teach you. One of the books I like are ancient books. I like very, very old books. Yes. And very, very old books is where I developed my doctrines from. Yes. If I see an old book, sometimes written in the fourth century, you, you have killed me. Yes. Even their English is different. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Huh? You are here. If I ask you who is Spinoza, you don't know Spinoza. You don't know Spinoza. If I ask you, have you read Spinoza? He said, ni, ni, mbwa, mbwa gani ama, ni, 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 If I ask you, have you read Spinoza? You say, no, I don't know Spinoza. I don't know any Spinoza. Yes. Do you understand? Yeah. But me, I fancy such books. Yeah. I have a book, um, The Defense of, um, Biblical infallibility. And the book is about 39 pages. Very old book. Just few pages. 40 pages. And I can't read one page a day. Like sentence after sentence, I have to pause. That's the kind of book I want to read. Do you understand? Yes. I gave that book to Pastor Edwin. And I went back for my book. Oh, no, not that book. Another book. Yes, teaching about the soul and whatever. I don't know if he read it, but I went back. That's also another book that I just can't hurriedly read. Yes. But you, you have watched, by the time I've read a paragraph, you have watched 100 videos. Did you understand? Careful. (laughs) Back to my scriptures. Verse 3. And when the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Solomon and the house that he had built, (laughs) 
for and the meat of his table even the meat of his table alone and the sitting of his servants the sitting of his servants I said the sitting of his servants when your choir sits how do they sit when the dancing starts sit you just know that you are in the market When you see the dancing stars, you just know that, Charlie, the market people have come. They have landed. Yeah. The, the ministry of karyokorism has arrived. Yes. This, they are sitting in the attendance of his ministers. You see a difference between the sitting of my pastors and the karyokor people. And their apparel, their dressing. Yes. Again, the karyokorism is strong in the church. Yes. A lot of karyokorism. But Solomon didn't have karyokors around his table. Yes. Black was blacking. White was whiting. Red was redding. Yes. Their apparel. If it's not in the Bible, don't buy it. Solomon was a servant of God. Around his table were people whose apparel a visitor could see and say, wow. Wow. His cup bearers also and their apparel. Cup bearers are the ashes and the greeters and their apparel. You know, some people, if they get, we should just dress like Legion Maria. <laughs> yeah. Some people, if they get, we should just be disciples of Jehovah Wanyonyi. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes. I should come wearing my white and green and red chef-like hat. Do you understand? With my Legion Maria and tie in the middle. Yes. And they'll be very happy. (laughs) But all these other things I'm showing that this is what the level should be. No, they buy them. No, they buy them. They don't buy it. Yes. Take us back to Legion Maria days. Yes. The cup bearers also and their apparels. And then he said, and his ascent by which he went up into the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. How he went up. How does the choir go up? You understand? How does the dancing stars go up? Do you understand what I'm saying? It's in the Bible. There was no more spirit in her. And I believe the church more than anywhere should have this level of excellence. Yes. The church more than anywhere should have this level of excellence. Are these the Yes. 
Somebody has seen their former priest. Don't ask me who. They have seen their former priest. Their former high priest. (laughs) Give me my scripture. And she said to the king, it was a true report which I heard in mine own land of thine arts and of thy wisdom. We can have a church here and the church is head off in New York. Why? Excellence. Excellence is not hindered and is not bounded. We can have a church and people say, is that church in Kenya or Do you get it? And they'll be surprised to hear that no, it's in Landimawe. Yes. Someone saw one of our church photos and he's a missionary. He called me and asked me, uh, is your church in Belgium? Yes. A person is suspecting that my, I'm based in Belgium. In my head, I said, Belgium. <laughs> so I told him, no. The main church is in Nairobi, but I receive Belgium by faith. Yes, I receive Belgium by faith. Yes. <laughs> He's a missionary, so he was asking me, you know. Yeah, I want to pastor a church and people don't know which part of the world I am in. This one, when they see your jacket, they say, oh, they can tell. You know, one of the things you don't know, there are things you know about West Africa that makes it easy for you to. ah. When you go to West Africa, it's easy to tell that this person has come from Kenya. Do you know how? Do you know how? They tell by your women wearing stockings. <laughs> do, do you understand? Just by the stockings. The stockings alone is enough. Yeah, they are able to say, oh, they are from. <laughs> hey, to have a church that you have polished the face of the church. Do you understand? To be a cosmopolitan church, they can't tell where the people are coming from. They see one stocking. So. <laughs> so we can be here and with enough excellence, the church is known in the UK. The church is known in America. The church is known in Ghana. Just by excellence. Just by excellence. <laughs> Just by excellence. It's so easy to tell something that is from Africa. Yeah. Like one church that has attained a level of excellence everywhere in the world. You, you, wouldn't, you, you wonder like where the church, you wouldn't believe that Christ Ebasi originated from Nigeria. Yeah. You would wonder where the church is from. Do, do you get it? Yes. The, the level of Quality, high standard quality. Yes. 
it's so easy to say, ah, this cannot be a church in Africa. You get it? If you see churches from South Africa, churches from South Africa, they give a certain quality that you will not believe is a part of Africa. Do you get it? Yeah. But you, every attempt to introduce that level of excellence, you resist it, you fight it. Hey, I'm shocked that people can fight the buying of uniform. Yes. My economic situation cannot allow me to do what you are asking. You see, sometimes it's, it's not about your pocket, it's about your mind. Okay, choir want to be black and white. Greeters want to be black and white. Dancing stars want black and white. As for film stars, they are the caricatures of the church. Caricatures of the church. Back to my scripture. So, excellence can be heard of from even afar. Yes. It can be heard of from even afar. Yes. Howbeit, I believe not their words until I came and mine eyes had seen it and behold, the one half of the greatness of thy wisdom was not told me for thou exceedest the fame that I heard. Happy are thy men. Stop there. The church is full, unknown to many people, the church is full of unhappy people because of the lack of excellence. And I'm going to prove it to you. You see, the day you all were tied to come and dance, when they say, wow, today the dancing stars, they have outdone themselves. They are all happy. Happiness stems from excellence. And the recognition of that excellence is what produces happiness. But when there is no excellence and you come here, we are all looking at you. You too, you are wondering, why are they looking at us like that? Who is going to be happy? Happy are thy men. Who are the men? The men that were well dressed around the table. The cup bearers that were well dressed as cup bearers. Happy are thy men. Some of you, let me tell you something. Your depression is not from Satan. Some of you, your depression is from bad dressing. I can still prove that one too. I said I can prove that one too. I said I can prove that one too. Don't you see the day you really dress. You have done your hair. Your skin is nice. You look like one million dollars. When you, you get compliment. You get someone says, wow today you're looking beautiful. Wow today you're looking. You are happy. It's like you have you've won a jackpot. Meanwhile it's only dressing. So bad dressing can depress you and some of you, you are depressed
press. And the devil has nothing to do with it. <laughs> One day I closed church and I went to a small shop on my way home. You know, from church. I went to buy tomatoes. I want to buy onion. And the woman at the small tomato shop told me, your dressing is wow. Then she said, anywhere you are going, you are the only one that they will see. Why would such a compliment not make you happy? Yes. You got the point now. Some of you are depressed because the last time anybody congratulated you on your hair was when Jesus died 2,000 years ago. You can derive even happiness from dressing very well. Some of you are depressed and we know why. Today we've, we've seen why. Yes. Some of you, when you see that you have to still wear that shoe. Oh God. Oh God. Now that the rains have come, you realize when you step on the ground, there is... <laughs> the thing just... The, the thought of it just depresses you. Yes. True or not true? But when you wear the thing, and then you say, wow, wow. You see, so that's why she said, happy are thy men, and happy are these thy servants, which stand continually before thee, and hear thy wisdom. Yes. So even though I have wisdom, you are not happy. You are not happy men, and you are not happy women. Yes. I can be very, very certain that you can derive a certain joy from being well-dressed. Yes. There are places, like, even if you're driving and you're stopped, the person, they smile. They see another person. Mm. 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 That's why someone said that um, your dressing determines your address. How someone will address you is determined by your dressing. Yeah? Oh. You see, now you are angry. Yes. Happy are thy men. You, you, can, you, are, you are not happy are thy men. <laughs> happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants. I want choristers that are happy choristers. Dancing stars that are happy dancing stars. Yes, these depressed people that are dancing and distributing the spirit of depression all over the church. We don't want it. Yes. See how at that dancing stars, they are dancing, they are smiling, smiling. They are spreading joy and happiness, our own. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
If it gets worse now, if the movement is not synchronized, you see the move, move, I moved, you didn't move. Oh, move, move. You see, they are not happy people. Again, that lack of synchronization stems from lack of excellence. Yes. Rehearsals, rehearsals until the last person gets it. The last person like Nathaniel, who is a white man dancing, gets it. I said rehearsals upon rehearsals until the last white man in the dancing stars gets it right. I don't know if you know there's a white man in the dancing stars, Nathaniel. <laughs> Get it right. I don't know why they have put this one on. <laughs> Somebody is trying to tell me that no, they are perfect. If I come there and I catch you, <laughs> the rehearsals, hours of rehearsals until the white man in the dancing star knows how to move. Yes. <laughs> are you listening to me? Yes. There's one white man in the dancing stars. <laughs> I see him every Sunday. <laughs> Careful. Why, Apostle, why are you saying that? Bishop says excellence is not an accident. Yes. Excellence is not an accident, it is something you must strive for. Excellence is not an accident. I, I think I've seen what they are trying to show me. Some blues are not blueing. Some blue looks white. Yes, I think maybe that's what they are trying to show me. Yes, blue is not blueing. <laughs> Some jeans are not jeansing. <laughs> Some jeans looks like calico. Hey. Are you here? Excellence is not an accident. To do something that is perfect requires time. Watch this. Bishop says, if you want to work for eight hours a day, you are not likely to achieve distinction in your life. Eight to five p.m. I've I've done my part. Eight hours. That's it. I'm done. We are not talking of 30 minutes or 8 hours. And he says, you cannot attain excellence. People who distinguish themselves in this life often work for more than 60 hours a week. 60 hours a week. You are rehearsing one song 60 hours a week. Your song that you have rehearsed, you rehearsed it 30 minutes. And you rehearsed it 30 minutes before service. And you sang a song you rehearsed 30 minutes, 30 minutes before service. Eight hours is not enough for excellence. Yes. 
Eight hours is not enough. Sometimes I'm writing and I spend an hour even to correct three lines of a statement I've made. You're just sitting there. It doesn't sound right. doesn't sound well. Yes. You erase. You go back. You erase. You go back. That three hours, somebody has watched cartoons. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Somebody has watched cartoons. The most serious people, 60 hours a week on something. Ask yourself, how long does the Dancing Stars rehearse? Ask yourself, how long does the choir rehearse? Yes. As for the film stars, this is even pathetic. Yes. They send, them, they, send, they send themselves, you, you just do this and you say this, okay? Just do it like that. Yes. You, you, you say this, you stand here and you say this and then you move away three steps. Memorize that one. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. The worldly stars, the likes of the late Michael Jackson, they spend hours, hours preparing for tours. Sometimes their career has brought them injuries. They are on painkillers, serious painkillers, and they are rehearsing for hours. And you come to the church, somebody with the voice of a hippopotamus <laughs> has decided I will not even rehearse for two hours. Apostle must accept my hippopotamic voice the way it is. Yes. No excellence and no desire to build on what you have been given. So, you have served anything. Yes. It's not that I've heard the hippopotamus voice before. <laughs> In case you are wondering. <laughs> if you are angry in the choir, you have a problem. Yes. Until we have a choir that sings and people wonder, Pani, the angels descended from heaven today. Yeah. If we don't, bado. Yes. Tell yourselves, bado. Yeah. Happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants. Yes, I want happy men. And I want happy servants. Yes. <laughs> Verse 8. <laughs> Blessed be the Lord thy God, which delighted in thee to set thee on his throne, to be king for the Lord thy God, because thy God loved Israel to establish them forever. Therefore made he thee king over them to do judgment and justice. My God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Excellence demands hard work. It's not attained by accident. You don't come into excellence by accident. There are some musicians, they don't release songs regularly. But every song they release is a hit. And then there's one quite quite musician in Kamba. There. He has been releasing songs every month. 
Bad or heat? <laughs> Bad or heat? Do you understand? Yes. He has shot 1,000 videos. Bad or heat? The song is not sung outside of Kisumu. The song is never sung outside of Machakos. And then somebody two years goes by. He doesn't release a song. And then he waits. He buys. And then he releases one song. And it goes beyond the borders of his country. I'm telling you, excellence is not hindered. Yes. Sometimes when I hear the argument, play Kenyans should laugh their artists and play their songs. They say, play what? I saw an argument the other day where, uh, is it Boom Play or is that the, what they call them? Boom, boom Play was advertising an artist who was not from here along one of the streets, you know, and then it became a whole whatever. Where are the Kenyan artists? Why are they not being advertised by Boom Play? Do you know how Boom Play works? What is your muscle for them to put you on a billboard? You're cooking, 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 cooking. It, it won't land you there. Get serious. Get serious. I don't know if you're understanding me. Me, I'll tell the truth. Yes, I'll tell the truth. Yeah. Get serious. You see, there are musicians. Now let me talk of gospel musicians, all right, that are from West Africa and they travel to countries ministers on international stages how many from here are invited on international stages to sing you that is singing in this church can you be invited by Hillsong Australia? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yes. I can be invited to teach on any stage and I will teach on any stage. You, can you sing on any stage? Favor, I'm talking to you. Can you sing on any, any stage? Yeah, you always have to ask yourself that question. If when you start singing, <laughs> when you start singing, the, the rats in your house, they run for cover. Say, so, oh, he has started again. She has started singing again. Let's run for cover. (laughs) Instead of having even the rats as your audience, like they come and say, Madam is singing today. Wow. Even if they catch us and kill us, at least we have had a nice voice. No. When you start singing, they run for cover. (laughs) I'm teaching you. And I'm teaching about excellence. You understand? Yeah. It requires hard work. And she gave the king an hundred 
and 20 talents of gold and of spices, great abundance and precious stones. Neither was there any such spice as the queen of Sheba gave King Solomon. Yeah. Let me tell you how some of you became thieves and, and armed robbers in the church. Yes. Your ministry has not attained excellence and you are looking for money. So you eat center offering and you take money that does not belong to you because your ministry has not attained the excellence that somebody will bring you an envelope and say, my shepherd, I feel like blessing you. Yeah. So when the blessing has not come, after you have done the center for two years, now you have to steal. I have no such need to steal. I have no such need. Yes. I do a ministry and God rewards me by the people he touches to give me whatever they give me. Yes. You, because you lack excellence, you have decided I will not wait for God. If I get, I will take him. So, those, some of you, through the ministry, you became extortionists. Yes. The ministry made you... What I disbanded was a group of extortionists, hardened criminals. Only interested in give me, give me, give me, give me. Instead of praying and going deeper and getting anointed, they decided the ministry is how we'll get small, small, chop, 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 chop here, chop here, chop there, chop this, come here, chop here, go there, chop here, them no come, chop, chop, and go there, chop. If you like, leave this church and go to New York. They will find a way to chop from you. That's what I disbanded. I taught, during the COVID, I taught a message of what the, how you can survive if you're called into the ministry. Yes, it's by doing impactful ministry. They have not done impactful ministry. Who has your ministry impacted that you are looking for 5,000? So that is how come you will become a thief by force. Meanwhile, you said you have entered ministry. And you don't have even the patience to wait until your ministry is imparting life. It is from the impartation that somebody will take their money and say, man of God, I feel like blessing you with this. Yes, there's nobody that can say, I've extorted anything from them. Yes, but you, if with your Peña Peña Center, you have extorted more than anybody God called into the ministry. Forget even Judas. Judas only took uh, 1,700 shillings. <laughs> to pray. To pray until your ministry becomes impactful. To fast. To fast until your ministry. To teach. To teach until your ministry. To disciple and disciple until now your disciples are the ones blessing you. I cannot stop any of my pastors from being blessed. Yes. I don't have such powers. I tell Eric, why did you go and give five thousand envelope to me? I'm here. Before he's giving that money to LP, there must have been an impact. And I can't stand in between it. So you do impactful ministry, an excellent ministry, and here is the king receiving gold talent of gold. Why? He had an excellent ministry. 
Anybody that is demanding for money, always money to do A, B, C, D, that is a hireling that has entered the sheepfold. Your preoccupation is money, 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 money. When you don't get the money, you frown your face. Yes. You don't have an excellent ministry. And if I had left a group of people, I was raising bandits. Forget Waji or Wapi, Garissa. Forget Garissa. The group I was raising here, forget those bandits. Yes. I came within the firing, the firing power of that. I know. I never see some before. Never see some before. When excellence comes, you see that you'll be given. Yeah. They, they, they sit in the church after five years of saying they did center. There is no disciple remaining in the church from their so-called ministry. Somebody that will say, I thank God for your life. Because of you today, I'm a woman of God. I'm a pastor. I am this. They don't have, they, you see, what they did, people collected a group of people to be around them so that by their presence in their life, it authorizes them to ask for things. I'm saying it if you like. Shoot me in your dream. I won't die. <laughs> so now that there is no means to have that authorization, they don't need them. They have left them into the wild. So you can see what the, the motive for their ministry is. Yes. If I cannot use you to be collecting 500 every week, what are you, what are you supposed to use for? Open the door. Open the door. And apostles should not find you. Go. So now they don't have the peace. You see, some people have entered hardship since I called off the shepherding because what are you asking money for? So they keep a small group of people around so they have the authority. Oh, but you don't you see, I have 10 people I bring to church. Your motive, and God will judge the motives of men. Why you are doing the things you are doing? He judges your motive. If money was my motive, I would not do fourteen years. I mean, if I wanted to be a pilot plus a doctor, I could have been all this in these years combined. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yes. I thought he's teaching about excellence, but he's excellence now. Yes. He's excellent. I'm teaching about excellence. Yes. They didn't do impactful ministry. They didn't do any excellent ministry. Their main of preoccupation is money, 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 money. You will not meet a shepherd who does. Some of them have asked for money and chased people out of church with their asking. Once they maintain their group of bandits to support their asking, 
they chase others away from the church by the numerous askings. If you are an impactful shepherd, your group, your small group will make your ministry show forth. Yeah. We, we have to support this kind of a shepherd. Yes. Now that there's nothing to live for and to, hey, hey, they have opened the door. Hey, all of you go back to, huh? go back to, go back to Galilee. Yeah, you go back to Nazareth. Hey, Bethlehem, go back. You go back to Bethlehem. I found you in Jericho. You go back to Jericho. Yeah. They have opened the door. Yes. When Solomon proved his excellence, he received. Are you here? I know you've gone home, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm showing you how that. You see, she gave the king. She gave the king. You didn't see the king going to ask, asking for, asking for, fighting for. Give me, give me. Some people, if you fail to give them, you have become public enemy number one. Tafadali, this idea, 500. Then they'll call you five times. Then they'll call you 20 times. Then they'll call you 1,000 times. Then they send you messages. Women say, how? Yes. Have you forgotten? Forgotten what? Forgotten what? Then, if they go through, hey, I saw people in shepherding who were very, like, capable when it came for demanding for money. They they have to make 2,000 calls to you, they'll make it. But not in that vein when it came to winning souls. So they maintain the bandits for usage. Yes. And the church is quiet because a group of people are here who don't like what I am saying. When you saw somebody with a group of people, it's because, yeah, these are my, uh, these ones uh, <laughs> collateral. <laughs> yes, I use them for demands. Yes. So the ministry of shepherding became a ministry with get, get your group, use them for demands. Yes. Ask this person, ask that person, ask that person, ask that person. Yes. Today, they can't even come to church on Tuesday. They call themselves today. They can't even come to church on Tuesdays. If you talk of Sunday, Sunday they come at ten, and they stroll in. There's one place in this church I hate. That room. That room. Yes, is a place for non-flowing people. Don't. Don't worry about how late you are. Come in and slide in. Yes. Come in and hide there. The one they share their grace, come out. Oh, no, you are here. Yeah. I was just, uh, I was there. Yeah. That room, that room is a room for recalcitrant and defiant church members. Yes. And the thing about that room is how warm the room is. 
the amplifiers give nice temperature. They go and warm themselves. What I'm teaching here doesn't concern them. The day you find them sitting here, something has happened over there. (laughs) Somebody doesn't want to see somebody over there. You find them sitting here. I don't know what goes on in this church. Eh? I have told you I am an old dog. Yes. I'm an old dog. I've just put my head on my paw. And I'm looking. And I'm looking. Yeah? Some of them, when I'm going to my office now, then they come out. See me, I was here. See me, I was here. If I elbow you. Simeo, I was inside. Oh, don't say I didn't come to church. Simeo, Simeo. That's what they do. I have marked my register. Teacher, teacher, as you are going, Simeo, I was here. Teach, see me. Teacher, Simeo. Yes. You know somebody. When you make your ministry excellent and impactful. The people who give to me up until recently, I have a few people in this church who are supportive of my presence here. Yes. But way before that, my survivor was from people whose lives I impacted for the years of my ministry. Yes. Or people who came across me and my ministry impacted. Yes. Are you here? You, you were only doing center. You didn't reach any point. You turned church members into ATMs. Hey, if you like, don't float the money. Don't talk to you for two months. There are some people they don't talk to. When they come to talk to me, I don't even want your talk. You see, let's, let's just continue like that. One of the things I hate is pretense. Huh? <laughs> oh, I've realized my miss don't realize any mistake. Let's stop lying. Let's, you haven't realized any mistake. Yes. That's the truth. <laughs> you realize? When did you realize? to your lane. Let me keep to my lane. You get a point now? Huh? Do impactful ministry. You see, you see, the ministry is wow. There are some people, they've seen it firsthand. They worked in my office. Sometimes I get an envelope and I don't even open envelope. I give it to somebody. You see, if you are wise, you ask, why would somebody give to him? impact then you instead of making your impact you have decided to turn the thing into amare force agoreka if I had a shepherd here who had 100 center members that shepherd's life is sorted because for sure to attain that there will be people in your ministry that will take care of you 
pastors and nobody. You don't, I'm not talking about where you are. Hey, center members, you people, just like you don't appreciate apostles, you are trying not to appreciate. I'm not talking about that kind of ministry. No. Your impact is so fail that they, they, they know that there are things they owe to your sacrifice as a shepherd. Stand and enjoy. me. I'm not as patient as Apostle is. I won't die before you people in this center. You honor me. You even wait for the day we say oh, all center members should once a year honor their shepherd. You even wait for it. No. You start the honoring of yourself now. He received. I'm just showing you. He received. And it came from being excellent. Yes. One, one thing you will realize is how banks easily borrow rich people money than they borrow poor people money. Yes. Rich people easily get. When they say a rich man has, is in debt. He's even in debt and the bank still wants to give him money. Because he has attained something. Do you, do you get it? Yeah, he's attained something. <laughs> Verse 10. And the servants also of Huram and the servants of Solomon, which brought gold from Ophir, brought algum trees and precious stones. What are you doing that people should bring you precious stones? One ministry has turned you into a thief. <laughs> you, you, you are better of not being even in the ministry. Yes. When I realized what the ministry was turning some people into, I said, hey, no. Yeah. I wake up and I don't even have a single church. Yes. There were people who would collect transport from members. And then the members will walk back home. The transport won't even be used for their transporting. Such a person will still come and receive the teaching. Conscience is dead. Some people forgot people's children. Do you understand? Yes. Could not even take them back. What kind of a ministry was that? Before one day, I'm arrested for something I don't even know about. No? Even with a frown, I'm going to teach you. And if you, you see, the thing about your dream is I won't even come inside the dream. Sometimes they put the people into the, the, the lorries without seats. You see those, the ones for carrying uh, uh, kondo and, uh, yes, yeah, kokoto. Yes. And lock them like they are transporting flowers. Yes. Some people don't want to make sacrifices 
until the time for their harvest. Yes. Oh, they've seen a window. No sowing, but they want to reap. Yeah. That's what it became for some. I have sown so much into this church. If one day I start reaping, it's because I have sown and I've sown deeply. Yes. Some of you have no idea what I have sown into this ministry. <laughs> Amen. Are you here? Yeah. Whether you're here or not, we are here. If you're going to be excellent, you must emulate excellent people. Yes. When I'm working with people, there are people who enjoy working with me. And then there are people who hate working with me. Yes. I have an eye for details. So, what you think is so perfect, when you bring it, I'm going to show you, this one is not correct, this one is not correct. And by the, by the way, the person has sat there and checked for hours. Me, five minutes. I'm going to look now. Yeah. So sometimes the frustration people have is not because I'm bad, but because they just cannot attain a particular standard. As they're doing, will tell you, I have high standards and I have high demands. I have high standards. Yes. And whatever I'm demanding of somebody, I am prepared to do twice. That's the truth. Whatever I'm demanding of somebody, you see, it's not a slavish relationship. Slavish is, you are doing it, I can't do it. Yes. But I'm even prepared to do much more. Do, do you understand? Yes. Much more. And you see, all those things didn't come overnight. When I was in a university and I was a, a, a fellowship executive, there were meetings I sat in for two days. Meeting of executives. We were we are all students. All those were preparations for life. For example, when it came to selecting future leaders, you have to wait in prayer. We are in one space for days praying for revelation. Who will become this? Who will become that? Have executive meetings. Sit for like evening till the next morning. Some of you, such training offends you. And you don't even allow it to build stellar qualities inside of you. No, it's offensive. So you realize that some, maybe at one point, life will put you in a position and you realize I'm not qualified for it. Yes. When they call for meetings, you have gone there, where like mountain, yeah, Pilima. You have eaten a mountain of ugali and you are there and you are, you are fidgeting. You are even, oh, you are sleeping. And they are like, what, what joker is this? What joker is this? Because there are things that prepares you for life and you must welcome the training and build stellar qualities from the training. Therefore, some people can watch, 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 watch something and not even emulate what they are watching. 
They can hear, 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 hear. Not emulate anything. I'm always in the business of pointing people to excellent things. I want it to look like this. Yeah. I always have like a reference point for anything I want. Yes. I look for the best quality. Like Sunday I had a meeting. It's just that the photos they brought. I've never seen uglier photos like that. Yes. The person who was to look for the photos was not excellent. But I've had excellent photos displayed before. Do you understand? Whatever they displayed was so pixelated, the thing was looked, it didn't bring out the beauty of what I was trying to communicate. Yes. And yet, the person who did that job think they, Sunday, they, they were so wonderful. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why when you sing in the shower, you think you are the best singer. Yeah. My friend, if, 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 I remove. You must have people you emulate. Yes. The other day I saw a new thing about pictures and I'm like, my people have not even seen this. They have not seen this. They don't even come and say, Apostle, we have seen this. I should have a team of people who are coming at me with ideas. No. They, their minds are dead to begin with. And then when you introduce your idea, they say that you are, ah, it's too much. If somebody is doing it, it's not too much. And they are yawning. When I'm teaching about excellence. Twelve areas for excellence. Number one, be excellent in your private life at home. Mm -hmm. Number one, be excellent in your private life at home. When we enter your room. I said when we enter your room. Your brazier from Sunday is lying on the floor. When we enter your room, there is disorder and chaos. Forget a tsunami. Forget a tsunami. Yes. So you see, privately, you don't have excellence. Yes. One of the ways you can tell a young man who is going to go very far in his life is their wardrobe. Yeah, they may not have many clothes, but the few they have is neat, is iron, is hanged. Yes. You can easily tell. Yes. And then you can easily tell the ganja planters. Yes. <laughs> All the, you can easily tell the ganja farmers. You can tell. Yes. You understand what I'm saying to you? You can easily tell. Yes. I used a laundry service the other time that I can never use again. Yeah. I used it because the first time I went there, they were very excellent. Then I went there again 
and they had removed the excellent employee and put some caricature there. What I got back, I can't go back there. Yes. I'm always looking for excellence. Always looking for excellence. Always looking for excellence. There are people I, I pay to wash my bathroom and I, when they finish, I can do a better job. Yes. I can do a far better job. What kind of a cleaning doesn't bring some life into the atmosphere? That's how they used to wash this bathroom. They finish washing the bathroom. When you enter, depression catches you. And then there's a bathroom that they finish cleaning. When you enter, you, you come alive. Yes, you come alive. You come alive. In your private, some of you sisters, you are not excellent in your private life. Yes. When we enter your bathroom, you have soaked panties for three weeks. <laughs> the bucket is even begging you. Come and remove this thing from me. You are not even listening to the bucket. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, be excellent in your private life at home. Some ladies, their kitchen, their kitchen is, is like they are nurturing cockroaches to go and sell. Yes. They are, as we speak, there are plates in their sink they have not washed from last two weeks. Yes. Yes. Cockroaches love their ministry. They are what? Yes. They are here. The sisters are here. Yes. I get surprised that sisters who are not earning much in their lives employ people to wash their clothes. I get surprised. You are not earning much. They even employ somebody to wash their dishes for them. They are not earning much. When you see them with their nails, a certain type of nails is a sign that you don't like house chores. A certain types of nails is also a proof that you are not cleaning some places well. <laughs> Don't let us go there. Yeah. If we check right now, there are places that are not clean well. How can you have the nails of Jezebel and take care of certain Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because we all know what it takes to clean certain quarters. Yes. We know. We know. Yes, we know. Be excellent in your private life at home. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Number two, be excellent in your public life. Wow. Hmm. Number three, be excellent in your appearance. Hmm. Be excellent in your appearance. Be what? In your... Yeah. Some sisters, they wear certain trousers that makes them look like they were taken from 1952. Yes. And they call it fashion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they look vintage. You are not excellent at all. Yeah. Yes. You you don't have a sense of fashion. Is it fashion is staying in vogue? Yes. You can't be wearing something that's outdated for the times you are living in and call it fashion. You're only demonstrating a level of deviancy. You are a societal rebel. Everyone is going this way. And you say, oh, I see you guys go here, but I'm going here. Now, 1952, I did stay. You guys go in 2023. Yeah. How would you get a husband dressed like that? Huh? Have you seen them? Have you seen them around? Yeah. What's, what's shocking is they think they are the ones who know. Some people have regretted coming to church today. And in all my teaching, I have not mentioned anybody's name. You look like you came from a black and white movie. You see where the belt is? Do you see where the belt is? So, can you see what they are doing? Yeah. That's why they put the belt. When they stand up, rise up, let us pray. You see their belt. You see the belt line. Huh. Is it what, what shocks me is how a group of people can influence themselves to go in the wrong direction with happiness. Do you understand? Like a group of people influence themselves to go happily in the wrong direction. In this church, we are the only ones who dress this way. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes. And then they go happily 
in that that is what it shocktalizes me. Yeah. They are Tukopamoja people. Be excellent in your appearance. Yes. Young lady, you don't have, you don't have cause your core. Let your hair appearance be excellent. You don't have cause your core. You don't have, tell you, no, you don't have cause your call. <laughs> tell your neighbor, you don't have berry berry. Do you know berry berry? Yeah. <laughs> Be excellent in your appearance. When we see you, we should say that, wow, she has come out of a 2025 sci-fi movie. Yes. Not like they dug you from a 1927 movie. So you see that you are just 20 something and you are looking like the first chief justice of Kenyan secretary. <laughs> you look like the secretary that worked for the first chief justice. <laughs> this weekend, a, a, a fundi will get work. You have to be excellent in your appearance. Yeah. If your name is Bob Marley, tell us that you don't like cutting your hair. If your name is Bob Marley, just tell us. Yes. How much does it take to cut your hair? Every 50 bob. Hundred bob. Do you understand? You can't be a Bob Marley in the church. Yes. And some of you sisters, we, we knew when you did the Rasta. It was about two years ago. Can you please go and release the Rasta? We marked the calendar when you did it. Can you please go and, and just release it? <laughs> hey. <laughs> you cannot keep a beard that makes you look like a Mau Mau fighter. Shape it nicely. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Be excellent in your appearance. Number four. You see, you're asking me to even move on, but what is coming is even more deadly. Be excellent in your cleanliness, tidiness, orderliness, and hygiene. Be excellent in your cleanliness, tidiness, orderliness, and hygiene. When you open your mouth, we should not look for a place to run for cover. I mean, it's your right to not want to brush your teeth. But it is also our right to not smell what comes from the mouth that you have the right not to brush. Yes, for her sake. I mean, some people think that they should be able to wake up and choose whether they brush their teeth or not. I don't think you have been given that liberty. <laughs> if you live among baboons and you live among gorillas, tafadali, don't worry. But if you live amongst human beings, you can't wake up and say, today I don't feel like brushing my teeth. If you have, is it halitosis? That, come and tell me, Apostle, I think I have halitosis. I'll tell you what to do to get rid of halitosis. Yes. I'll just show you something. You can get it. Yes. You chew and then halitosis is gone. Yes. You know, I teach this, I teach this, I teach this, I teach this. They'll sit in this church, be looking at me, I'll teach this. They'll teach it, be looking at me until one day nobody wants to kiss you and you'll go for prayers and Mackenzie will get you. Which is easier to do? What I'm teaching you now. Yes. What I'm teaching you now. I've taught it and even sang songs. Brush your teeth. Brush your They will still not listen. If you're a sister, you should have a morning routine as a woman. And then you should have a night routine as a woman. These two cannot bypass you. What do you mean? Some of you, is even worse when it is Saturday. By midday Saturday, you are smelling like fish from Lake Victoria. You should have a morning routine. Young lady, you should have a morning routine. You should have a skincare routine. Young lady, when a man touches your skin, there should be a way he feels. This your sandpaper skin will only injure somebody's sand. And I'm not asking you to go and buy expensive. In fact, if you don't have any, go and buy just sheer butter. 
Shea butter. Shea butter. You look like you are the inventor of measles and, 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 and chicken pox. Is it now they are getting angry? I will say it. You should have a morning routine. When you get up as a young lady, you should have a routine. And then on a night like this, when you get home, you should have an evening routine. I mean, you can't just get home, remove everything you have been wearing the whole day and go and lie by a man. Mbano. say that. Listen, you can't say you are too tired to not have, and you see, that's the power of habit. And let me tell you something. All the things I've taught you when you, some of you were young that you refused to adopt as, as um, um, your culture, your habit. And those of you who are here thinking, oh no, when I marry, I will implement all that apostle has been. It's, it's not true. Anything that has not become a habit after some age, you can never listen. You don't know that now you are old, you are 40, is when you want to adopt the ability to bath twice a day. It's like going against the mountain, it's not possible to do it, is something you must have cultivated for a very long time. So when I'm talking about evening routine, as a, as a woman, you should have some, when you're going to bed, you have showered for the evening, and then you have body splash for the night. You can't go to bed smelling like Obambla. Your excuse is, I am alone. You, are you not af- afraid for yourself? You that is alone. Are you not afraid that you might die from your own? (laughs) Some people to get them to bath, we have to hold a bathing conference. (laughs) So that's some of the areas of Excellence in your orderliness, tidiness, cleanliness, and hygiene. Do you get it? Imagine that you can, you can easily be disqualified from a high position because of the lack of hygiene. It's possible. It's possible. Amen? You're going to a meeting with other colleagues. That's not the time to go and eat kachumbari. <laughs> or mayaye with kachumbari. <laughs> or mutura. No. Hold your, that, that, whatever, hold it. Go have a meeting. When you're alone, go and eat your mayaye and whatever.
I've been married for 17 years now. Huh? I can't I can't ever see a day my wife will come and sleep and she has not entered the bathroom. It will not happen. And if you think that is prison, it's your It's not prison. It's not prison. Huh? Why are you lying here? I have no desire to eat Obambla. Charlie, come out for here. Amen. Apostle, you know, I don't have instant shower in my house. Use your gas. Use your jiko. Boil the water. Whatever it is, shower. Those of you who also make some foolish attempt, you go into the shower. (laughs) And then you come out just to convince yourself that you have done it. You, your own, let's not even go there to your own. Yeah. Hmm. One day, after a long fight with my son, he came out of the bathroom. I said, No, something is not right. I was not trying to. Then I look at his hair. I said, ah, Yeah, it's the hair. It didn't even touch water. How can you shower and your hair has not touched water? I march him back to the bathroom. Careful. So be excellent in that area. Amen. Number five, be excellent in, in architecture and construction. Number six, be excellent in your language, your speech, and your preaching. Be excellent in your language. Some sisters are full of profanity. Things they shouldn't say, they will say. They are the ones acting offended at my teaching. Me and you, who do you think have a problem? Huh? One day you'll be in a meeting with top, top executives and out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. Yeah. Like joke, like joke. You see everybody turns on his own. Is she from the ghetto? Yeah, they'll say, yeah, she's from the ghetto. And I talk happy. Yeah. Also, and I talk a um, deep, deep sea slam. Yes. Yeah. I believe you can come, you can, God can polish you until you do not resemble where you are coming from. I believe it. Yes. I don't resemble where I am coming from. Yes. I don't resemble it. Amen? Yeah. You continue using profanity all over the place. One day, in your place of favor, the devil will open your heart and say, oh, release one of those things. <laughs> release it. And then you release a bomb. Everybody. Will... That day you see you lose favor. 
at a place you should rather be getting a lifting and a promotion. You use your mouth out of the abundance of the heart. And nothing is worse than these young people today who have terms that are very profane but coded. Yes. You get the point now? Let me tell you something. Never you get used to a bad thing. One day, it will become your undoing. Never get used to a bad thing. Never become addicted to a bad thing. One day, it will undo all your years of hard work. Are you listening to me? How many do you have? Six. Seven. Be excellent in your timing. Madam Latecomer. Today, I'll, I'll tell you something about late coming. Late coming is a demonstration of your lack of respect. Yeah. You can't keep the president waiting. Why? You can't keep the, you can't keep the governor waiting. Anybody you respect, you will never keep waiting. Anybody you don't respect, they can wait for me. Chasang is my junior uh, pastor. Do you understand? I can keep her waiting by reason of my rank, but she can't keep me waiting. Some of you, people higher than you, are the ones you keep waiting. The person who has promised to give you a connection is the one waiting for you. Be excellent in your timing. There are some people in this church, I talked about their lateness. The more I talk about their lateness, every day they front it or throw it in my face. Oh, come in now. What can you do? You know, you know. Yeah, here's me now at this time. What can you do? You see, it's not me. Whatever you're doing now, you carry it somewhere. Yes. It will become the reason you are kicked out of a place. And I know you are not wise. How do I know you are not wise? When it happens, instead of saying, Apostle Raymond has been telling me, you say, the witch in my village has turned these people against me. Then you will look for a pastor that, that suits your kind. Yes. But teaching you, be excellence in your timing. No, it's not spiritual. It's not powerful. Yes. That's why you go to work late. You're always late by one hour. You're always late by 30 minutes. You are never there before the prescribed time. Never. How many times have you been sacked for lateness? Severally. Have you mentioned your name? Yes. See, we are not fighting. Oh. We are not fighting. Yes. I believe that it's my duty to teach what I have to teach. Yes. Whatever you do with the teaching is up to you. Yes. Yeah. But I believe that timeliness or being on time works in your favor. Yes. And always being late works against you. Let me show you one reaction, one reaction um, you get from lateness. Can I show you? If you have a schedule meeting, everybody has high hopes. Yeah, Chasang is doing the presentation for our company and whatever. And then the people have come. We are waiting for Chesang. One hour she's come now to do. Everybody 
their heart is already angry. They've shut down. So lateness always stirs up like disfavor. Like you are, you are repelled even before you showcase how good you are. I don't know if you understand. Like you, you have already shut the door before it could be opened for you. But somebody said, I don't care. That's me. Yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's how I am. That's not how you are. That is what you, how you have chosen to be. It's a choice. Yes. It's a choice. I have a policy in my life. I'd rather be early than late. And I've lived by that principle all my life. I have stress in other areas. One of the stress I will not add to my life is this thing of always being late. Then you are panting. Then you are afraid. Then you are thinking, what lie will I go and tell now? I don't have to add that to my life. I have stress in other areas. When you're always late, you're, you're, you are stressed. Then you have to think of a lie. So you see, one area you lack excellence has put you in different kinds of sin. Now you are into the sin of lying. Now you are into fabrication. Now you are into excuses. It causes you so much more. Hey. Akietu. You are doing Akietu. I'll finish. Don't worry. I'm just a few steps away. So how, how many is that? Eight. Be excellent in your protocol. Be excellent in your protocol. Let me avoid Wahala by going further from that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be I'm trying to stay alive. Number nine, be excellent in your hospitality. Be excellent in your hospitality. There are many homes where there is no such thing as hospitality. Yes. A maid cannot eat the food everyone eats in the house. There's no hospitality. There's even a very bad way they treat guests. It's so real. I have a young man who used to come and teach my dogs. And are they showing something on the screen? Okay. <laughs> and me, no matter your level or whoever, if you step in my house, I'm going to give you a kingly treatment. Yes. I'll cook for you. I'll serve your food. You're my guest. I'm not, I'm not senior pastor in my house. No, 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 no. I can be your servant for the period you are in my house. Yeah. So, and he's contracted by LP. He doesn't deal with me like, oh, so he deals with, and he was shocked the few times he stayed in my house, how well he was taking care of. What drinks do you want? What do you want to drink? 
Are you comfortable with this drink? Are you okay? Have you eaten? Are you filled? No? You do you want more of this? Do I get you? You, you see, it's not pretense. If you have a heart, that's what you would do. So, he didn't tell me, he told LP that there are homes he's gone and they never allowed him to enter the house to sleep. He has to carry a tent. So he's in the compound and the rest of the inhabitants are inside and he's sleeping in a tent in the compound. The people inside think they are human beings. They are not. And some of you, if we don't teach you this, you have the ability to do worse. You, you tell him, sleep on the tree. <laughs> mm. And let me say this to you, and I'll say it from a very good place. Let me, it will cost you nothing to be kind. Let's, let's, let's stop this. If you know the benefit of hospitality, you will fight to rather be hospitable. Yes. You will fight to rather be hospitable. This one, you're leaving the house, you have counted the slices of bread. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And to not forget, you went to your phone and you put it down, fifteen. And then took photo evidence. That's the beginning of that becoming that kind of a person I'm describing. Me, I think when I have guests in my house, in fact, if there's any reason I don't like guests in my house, it's because they force me to eat more than I usually eat. I don't know if you understand. Yes. Like, I have to cook nicely, and then I can't cook for them and not eat with them. So I'm forced to eat even many more times than I normally will eat. Yes. So, that period, once they are enjoying themselves, is a personal problem for me because I'm overeating. And I, I know what happens to me when I overeat. And they have the kept stomach, the people I'm talking about. So they, they don't have any problem. And then I'm there eating with them. And I'm the one with the problem. And then I'm quiet. <laughs> you got a point now. What, what, what is food? What is, is it? Hey, may the yoke of poverty break over your life. You will not be counting slices of bread. You will not be counting tomatoes and onions. You will not say in this house, we only use the egg without the yoke. The yoke is for the evening. Do you understand? Ah. <laughs> half the tomatoes for whatever you need cashew the other half oh no the onions must be sliced into four quarters yes that's for four days no hey no 
even in your lack, eh, have that good heart. Because when you are now successful and you have, you will just only amplify what you were doing with little. The people who drink Fanta and take photo of where they left the Fanta. Like a group of people or use a marker. No. No. You are not a witch. Child of God, you are not a witch. I said, child of God, you are not a witch. Some people drop medicine that only they take into the drink. And then they let you know, I have put whatever in this drink. So if you are planning to drink my Fanta, just know that there is a... (laughs) Tell your neighbor, don't be a witch. Rather be excellent in your hospitality. Yeah. If you have a guest in your house, you go, have you had warm water for your shower? If there is no warm water, warm the water, carry it to the person. Yes, hospitality. Whenever somebody happens to be, and I'm not teaching what I don't practice. Yes. The person, you should be at the back and call of the person for the period they are staying with you. I'm not talking about purchase. I don't know if you understand. There's a difference between your communal living and like I'm passing by for two days. Yes, that's then hospitality. But no, me and you, we are living here. Don't expect me to bring you hot water. Manze, come on. Some of you are going to go home. Some of you are going to go home now arguing. You say, Apostle said you should give me hot water. That's not what I'm saying. Yes. But you, if you also live in, let's say the house is yours, and somebody, you, you owe some level of kindness. Yes, because it's your house. You owe the people or the person live some level of kindness. Yeah, God's problem with Egypt was how they treated his firstborn. Yes, how they treated his firstborn. That's why there are groups of people God doesn't joke with in the Bible. Orphans, foreigners, and widows. And foreigners because he told the Egyptians, uh, the Israelites, you were once strangers in a foreign land. Yes. Yeah. In our culture, you see that visitors are not toyed with at all. It is part of our culture. Visitors. Visitors. Uh, uh, uh. Even the poorest home will host a visitor like the visitor is a king. Yes. You're taught hospitality from if a visitor comes to the house, you see the rest of us who are existing, we are, we are nonsense. Yeah? You see the visitor will eat from a different bowl that nobody eats. A visitor is, because the issue is there's the belief that God may have sent you an angel. Yeah, but you, we know you don't care. <laughs> God, I, I send back your angel. <laughs> That's how we receive them here. Yeah. So you're taught to receive visitors very early. How well to receive guests. Yeah. And I'm not even teaching a cultural thing. Even in the Bible, the Bible says that be careful to entertain strangers. 
Be hospitable to strangers. For by so doing, some have entertained angels unawares. Unaware. How many do you have? Okay, so ten. Be excellent in your dressing. Do I have to talk about that? I don't think so. I've covered it. In fact, I've covered it very well. (laughs) Be excellent in your dressing. (laughs) Be excellent in your... Yes. Don't be a young girl and you are looking like a headmistress. <laughs> 11. Be excellent in your cooking. Mashakula. Be excellent in your cooking. Christine, do you have a point a problem with this point? Be excellent in your cooking. One food you have made, you used all the salt in Lake Victoria to make the food. (laughs) The fish in the stew, whether Siju is stew, ama soup, the fish looks like it is angry at the world. Be excellent in your cooking. Yes. I was surprised that my daughter knows how to cook. Yeah. She was laughing at my not excellent rice. Yes. And she offered to fix the rice for me. Yes. You. The way you even light the fire in the. And you are a girl. How you are lighting the gas. Do you know somebody? (laughs) Be excellent in your cooking. Yes. People should taste your food and they should be like, wow. Yes. See, the fish is angry at the world. (laughs) And finally... The most bombastic point. Hey. Mm, I feel like this should be the one point I handle by itself. Be excellent in your sexual performance. Be excellent in your sexual performance. <laughs> you cannot be good at cooking nice food and not be good at sexual performances. Yes. Shut up. So I say, oh, as for my husband, I'll give him enough food to eat. But you see, this department, we have to agree how often we will do it. We have to, you know, I'm not into sex. You are not into what? I mean, what are you saying? You are not into what? 
already you are you are you have you have disqualified from the the institution of marriage. Don't tell yourself, I me, I'm, I'm, I'm not good in bed. I cannot do this. I mean, what kind of talk is that? Yes. Huh. If you're a woman, be a woman. Don't be a semi-man, semi-woman. <clears throat> If you're a woman, be a woman. If you're a woman and you realize you don't know how to wind your ways, look for a sister that can teach you. You can't be rigid in bed like a KPLC pole. Go for teaching on how to wind your ways. And you should be able to wind your ways like the world is coming to an end. This thing like you are, you are like, you are like, you are like, you are like a woman, like you are a man, you are hard, you are, you are not flexible, you can't move, you can't wriggle. Only a woman has been given the ability to behave like a maggot, behave like a maggot. Be agile, be agile. Be able to swivel, to swing. Sex with you is like lying beside a cadaver. Like you're a woman. You are lying there. What's the difference between you and a dead body? A dead body is stiff. Move. You can't move. You have to hold the hand. Move it. And even that is refusing. Some of you, if you see your outlook, anybody who marries you. The one department they will suffer is this department for sex. They will suffer. In fact, you will now turn the man or yeah, your husband into fend for yourself. Yes. So you are married, but you, you see a man now has to go to the bathroom and do... Because he has a wife who is not flexible, who is not interested. Ah. It should be one area that your husband looks at you and says, I made the right choice. Brothers, if you have heard that the sister used to be a stripper, but she's born again, Mariam. If you, they've told you she used to be a pole dancer. Hey, will you get? Will you get? She used to be a pole dancer. A pole dancer now in Christ. 
Mariam, hey, you will enjoy for the rest of your life. All these sisters who have been in church, I am not, I've not kissed for 10 years. I've not kissed for whatever. They are a danger waiting to happen. Avoid them. Avoid them. You see, now they are changing their faces. And this is why I get more empowered to talk. Yes. You heard that? Oh, she used to be a pole dancer. Hey, marry her with a pole in mind that in your bedroom there will be a pole. If you think that you go to heaven and have sex, it's a lie. By the time we die and we resurrect, there will be no... In fact, we will even, even know if you're a boy or a girl. Yes. Because among the angels, there's nothing like sex. Like male angel. Yeah, they, they, they don't have gender. Yeah. So when we resurrect, we'll be like the angels. Yes. It's not in heaven that Amimo will take a, 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 a mercy to one of the garden corner to finish what he didn't do on earth. Ah, no. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, that do here and do it well. So marry somebody who has enough. Okay, you don't listen to me. It's okay. You pretend you don't listen to me. If you're a brother with a high libido, avoid a non-reactive sister. Yes. And they always give you signs that, eh, be careful. And then one day you're going to marry, they always give you signs. Don't expect that every day I will be having sex. But you, you have high libido. Do you understand? Yeah. Never you, you will suffer. In fact, it will cause you to be unfaithful. So, marry somebody whose energy matches with your energy. She doesn't like, you doesn't like. When it happens, is when it happens. You're okay with it, yes. You have high energy. By the time you are removing your shirt, she thinks it's action time. And she's ready. Uh Uh-huh. Let the energy (laughs) match the energy level. Are you listening to me? You are just removing your shirt. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.